Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Courageously Kind. This week, we had the absolute honor of chatting with Sterling Marchand, who co-founded an organization along with his wife and his children that helps feed people in his community. This was such an awesome conversation. It's always awesome to talk with people that are running nonprofits or organizations that are really, truly having such an impact in their community. And I can't wait for you to hear this episode and this conversation and hear just how big of an impact Be the Good is having on their community and how it also can inspire us to be the good in our own communities and sort of take what the Marchands are doing and and bring it to your own community and, and, and make an impact in that way. It was so awesome and so inspiring and um, we had a couple little giggles too. Um, but yeah, it was great and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. Well, thank you again so much for being here. We came across you guys on social media and just absolutely love what you started and what you're doing and, and we're just so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, thank you for thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. And I loved learning about Courageously Kind and all the work that you guys are doing. So Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you want to start off by introducing yourself and introducing Be The Good? Yeah. So um, my name is Sterling Marchand. And along with my wife and my four kids, um, we started the Be The Good project here in Washington, D.C., or really the Washington, D.C. area. Um, And its mission is to help um, families in need with food insecurity. Uh, And we do that through a small army of volunteers um, that that do you know sort of a wide variety of things, but our mission is really to um, make it easy uh, for for folks who want to help their neighbors with food insecurity to get involved in different ways. I love that. That's awesome. I feel like sometimes people, like you said, like want to get involved but just don't know how yeah. or where to start. So I love that 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 is something you guys are so passionate about. Totally. We also yeah. love your name. Where did yes. your name be the good come from? Um, it was so the the whole project was born out of the pandemic, uh, the COVID pandemic. And, you know, early on, we, um, you know, with the kids at home and just like, you know, all the I guess, for lack of a better word, scary stuff going on, yeah. right? Like there were so many unknowns early on and, and about what was going on. And so we kind of adopted a mantra early on in our family, you know, to look for the good um, mm-hmm. and try to say like, so, okay, yes, we're all stuck at home, but, you know, here on the plus side, like we get to spend more time together. We get to, you know, do things as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that became part of our mantra. And, you know, the the Be The Good project really mm-hmm. was born out of, as the pandemic was progressing, we started reading articles about how uh, the impact it was having on school-aged children, because mm-hmm. a lot of um, a, a lot of kids rely on schools to get breakfast and lunch, at least 
um, each day. And so being home from school meant that those opportunities to have at least two meals a day were, were being, you know, removed. And so, you know, we started saying, gosh, someone should really do something about this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we reached out to some local organizations and, you know, they kind of, you know, were, were equipped to deal with food insecurity in non-COVID times, but they said, mm-hmm. look, like we can't do anything. Like we are under all these restrictions. Yeah. And so, you know, to be honest, like we felt God stir in our hearts, like, you know, yeah. you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to go do something. And so mm-hmm. we kind of took our mantra of look for the good with the idea of being the change you want to see in the world and, yeah. and it mashed together into be the good. Mm-hmm. And, and the message is really, you know, even one person, one sandwich, one, you know, can of food um, can be, be a good influence um, or a good, you know, a good, um, can be a good effort to help someone. Um, And so that's really where the name came from. I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) We sort of had a similar sort of origin story. Like we, we started during the pandemic too, just, and had this desire to just want again, to, to highlight some, some goodness and some, mm-hmm. some kindness and happiness. So we we're right there with you. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. did you guys get sort of off the ground? Like you have this idea to, to address this sort of problem. How did that actually come, come to be? Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a great question. So we, we started off small, you know, mm-hmm. it was um, when, like I said, we felt, sort of a stirring to do something about it. And so yeah. we literally just put a box in our front yard and emailed our neighbors and said, we're going to do a food drive, um, contribute what you can, and we'll gather it all up and take it to, you know, sort of a local a local food pantry. Um, and the response was, was overwhelming. We got, you know, sort of the box was full within a day and it kept, you know, filling up every time we took stuff out. Um, and so, you know, we initially partnered with some local food pantries. And then, you know, as, as things kept expanding, you know, we got a call one day from a local organization that said, you know, the canned goods are great, but what we really need are, are someone to make sandwiches. Like we distribute sandwiches to the homeless on a day and, you know, daily basis. And with COVID, you know, people aren't signing up anymore. People can't come into our, into our buildings. And so, you know, we drove out and just bought sandwich materials. We just stood around as a family and made, you know, a few hundred sandwiches and we went and delivered them. And we're like, well, this would be easy for anyone to do in their home, you know, in the comfort of their home and the safety. Um, And so we, we put up signups and again, it was like, you know, dozens of people signing up to make thousands of sandwiches on a weekly basis. Um, And that was mid 2020. And we've been, you know, continuing to do that ever since. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's, it all started with like a little step. It like, when I look at the numbers now, it's a lot, but at any given moment, it was like, we're going to do this next thing. We're going to do this next thing and see how it goes. And so that's sort of been the story along the way. That's awesome. I love it. And it seems so like, feels like anybody can, you know what I mean? Anybody can take that small step. Anybody, like you said, can make some sandwiches in their home and Mm -hmm. donate them to it. That's awesome. I love it so much. In a recent Instagram post, you guys mentioned that as of that since July 2020, so about three years, you guys have donated 100,000 sandwiches and over 100,000 pounds of food. When you hear that number and you think about that impact, how does that make you guys feel? Um, 
Uh, honestly, in awe. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it is, it is, it is literally one sandwich at a time and, and, you know, one can of food at a time. And I, you know, my wife and I sort of run the backbone, you know, we kind of are the administrative and, and, but really it's, it's, we have over 1500 volunteers that have, that have participated at some point in time. And that's really where those numbers come from. It's, it's, you know, Girl Scout troops, churches, it's, um, you know, high school seniors that are trying to get service hours, like all these different folks in the community that have come together and made, you know, hundreds of sandwiches at a time. And so that's, that's how we end up getting to those numbers. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's inspiring to, to, to know that, you know, the community has responded the way they have. Um, but I'll, I'll say like the other side of it is I'm, I'm constantly reminded that, you know, hundred thousand or whatever it is, is a huge number, but each sandwich represents like a very tangible benefit to the person who needs it. Absolutely. And we've heard, you know, stories of, you know, people receiving the sandwiches or a couple sandwiches at a time and saying, this is the only food I'm going to eat today, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's easy sometimes to get lost in the numbers, but I try and remind myself and be grounded in the idea that, you know, a bag of food to a family is it, it makes a big difference to that particular family for that week. So. Absolutely. 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 How does your volunteer sort of system work? Like what, how can people get involved if they want to volunteer with you? Do you have like chapters? Explain that to us. So we're right now we're entirely based in in D.C., Northern Virginia and Maryland. Um, And so if if folks, you know, are in that area and want to get involved, they can they can go to our website um, and, you know, there's links to um, to sign up pages there. Uh, the biggest need we have right now is um, supporting our little free food pantry system. We have over 26 pantries now, and we have another six coming. Um, and those are those are stocked on a weekly basis by our volunteers. Um, and you know, but it's really just you know, folks sign up and they can take you know a couple weekends or do it as long as they want. And then if things get too busy, that's okay. Other people step in and. Um, you know, so it's, it's really just driven by volunteers. That's awesome. That's so awesome. That's a cool system. I love that. Yeah. Speaking of your website, you have a a page on your website called Get Educated, which we love. We think it's so important to provide educational resources for people that are interested and want to get involved or just want to learn more. So our question for you is what have you learned throughout the past few years of this project? That's a great question. Um, I think, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest, well, I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, one of my big lessons was, you know, just how widespread food insecurity is. I think that it's something that I maybe tangentially thought about, you know, often around like Thanksgiving or, you know, the holidays about going to a, a soup kitchen or something and giving back. Um, but just how how many families and this is true across the country, the more I look, um, are, are food insecure and are worried about being able to put food on their tables uh, for their families on a week to week basis. Um, and so, you know, it, it, 
it surprises me, I guess, living in a country like the United States that we yeah. would have so many people yeah. um, that are just struggling to, to eat. It's yeah. just a basic human need yes. um, that, that it's, it's, it's surprising to me. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think the, the other thing is just the other thing or the big lesson I've taken away from it is just how willing people are to help when you give them sort of that opportunity Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the big, one of the big drivers for us early on was the idea that everyone in the family should be able to help in some way. Love and a that. lot of times, you know, volunteering, you know, there's limits on, you have to be a certain age or you, yeah. you know, things like that. And our idea was really, you know, again, you know, we wanted to keep our, you know, have a means to teach our kids, but also for other families to teach their kids yeah. um, about food insecurity and about being grateful for the things that we have. And it's it's really easy when you're you know standing around making a sandwich to talk about like what would it be like if you were you know you didn't have a sandwich or you didn't have food, yeah. um, you know. And and so it gives us as, as a family the opportunity to um, to have those discussions with our kids. And um, I know other families have felt the same way. And so. Um, that's been a great opportunity. I love that. I love that aspect of it. Cause that's, yeah. Something you mentioned, like not age restrictions on volunteering and stuff and how important it is to learn that at a young age. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. And I love that that is integrated in your mission. That's awesome. Throughout this project, have you faced any challenges or setbacks in, you know, getting out there in the community and trying to provide this, this, I guess, resource and service to people. And how did you overcome those challenges? Yeah, um, it's been, we've had surprising number of challenges over the years. Um, You would think that with a mission of like, you know, we just want to feed people. (laughs) It would be easy, uh, but it's not. Um, And, you know, I, so our little free food pantries are primarily located at um, schools in our region. And, um, you know, we've had different challenges getting approvals to put those on schools. And, you know, we were, you know, sort of going, you know, expanding really well about a year ago. We were up to 11 or 12 schools. We had had approvals with the principals at two more schools to put them in. And then sort of the central bureaucracy of the school system found out about it and and put a pause on everything. And for over a year, we were just held in limbo where we didn't know, are they going to tell us to take everything out? We we couldn't put anything new in. Um, And, you know, there were times where we were like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Like we might lose all 11 of these pantries, but we felt very strongly that, you know, that they were making an impact um, and that we could work through the problems. And um, I think, you know, one of the big lessons for me was I, I, I think just naturally, I'm kind of like the person who I put my head down and I just work really hard at it. um, And it was like, no matter how hard I personally tried, I couldn't break this log jam. And ultimately, you know, it was through talking with other people where we would say, we would mention this and they would say, oh, I know someone at the county's office. You should call them. They're really passionate about this stuff. And so through talking to people, we got some local public figures on our side and they were able to go and advocate on our behalf. And what, you know, initially we had been, you know, praying for like two additional pantries. It ended up, you know, just recently being, being, we got approval for up to 40 additional pantries. So it was like, 
that waiting period where we felt, you know, like yeah. what's going to happen. And then like, just to see that complete turnaround where we're, we're going to expand as much as we can. So um, perseverance, I guess, was the, yeah. the, the big takeaway was, you know, not, but, but also recognizing that I can't always just do it on my own strength. I've got to sometimes like release it and give it over to other people. And yeah. um, I don't always know where that help is coming from, but, but this yeah. time it, it came and it helped. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Mm. I think we, here. yeah, I think we found that too. And, and being able to rely on your, your people and your connections. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so necessary sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Other than perseverance, have there ever been like a moment or interaction that really has stood out to you throughout this process? Um, you know, I think our family still stocks a pantry like every week. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we make it we make it just part of our routine. You know, every Sunday, Sunday morning we go and we stock the pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there have been times where I'm going to stock it and you know, I'll have people come up as I'm stocking it and say, you know, can I have something? And I'm always like, you know, of course, take what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they'll they'll, you know, I'll be stocking it as full as I can. And they take, you know, one or two things and they say, No, that's you know, that's all I really need. I want to leave some to the next. And, um, you know, everyone is always, you know, very appreciative, you know, not only for the food itself, but also, you know, I think recognizing that, um, it's, it lifts up the community. I think to know that people care enough, you know, to, to put something in the community and to come back to it week after week, even if you don't need something out of the pantry, I think, you know, our, one of our mottos is, you know, like we're all in this together and we should be, you know, helping our neighbors. Um, and, you know, I think just showing people that, that someone cares right enough to do this. Um, even if you don't need the food itself, I hope is, you know, I hope is a takeaway for people in those communities. Um, and I've had people say that to me while we're, while we're stocking. So, um, those little one-on-one interactions, I think, have it really stick out to me um, from from our last few years. Yeah, that's awesome. So sweet. So sweet. If someone wants to start a project like this or get involved with a project like this that is outside the Virginia or DC area, do you have any advice for them if they, you know, people that just have that little spark and, and want to do something, want to do more, but are not sure maybe where to start? Um, do it, do it. I, that's my best <laughs> advice. Do it. I love Take it. that first step. Um, I, you know, I, I, I reflecting on where this journey has taken us. I, I, I can't stress enough, like how it literally started with a box in our front yard because, yeah. you know, we had, I think that if we had sat down and said, you know, okay, we're going to, you know, like, we're going to try and do 25 pantries. Like it would have been overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we believe earnestly that one sandwich can make a difference. And so it, you don't have to set out to create a nonprofit, you know, or whatever it, it can be as simple as, you know, grabbing a meal for somebody, you know, seeing someone who, who looks like they need help and, and finding a way to meet their needs. I love it. Just do it. Man. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I don't I think anyone's it. ever said just do it before. Uh-huh. So that's probably. 
<laughs> we'll trademark it right here. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. Trademark. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You mentioned that you guys are expanding. What is next for you guys? Where is Be The Good headed? And what sort of things do you have going on this summer? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, we've got um, we've got approvals for at least six more pantries coming into schools. Awesome. And so um, in the in the Virginia and D.C. region. Um, so we're working through the paperwork and all that to get those approved. But we hope that by you know, the start of the school year this fall, that they'll be in place and they will be a resource um, for kids who need them. Um, we we do an we do a biannual um, food care package program, and our biggest one is in the fall. Um, so we'll be gearing up for that again. Um, in in previous years, you know, we had we had set. I say low, low, low expectations of like, you know, 700, 800 bags um, of food. And we, you know, have always exceeded it upwards of like 1200, uh, which is a great problem to have. Um, And so um, we'll be, we'll be gearing up for that again, um, starting in the fall. And it's, it, you know, we, we basically, um, again, recruit volunteers to sign up for, to put together care packages uh, and then distribute them through schools to, to families in need. Um, and it has, you know, non-perishables and, and a gift card to buy some, you know, protein or meat or whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we always like to, we ask our volunteers to include like a little personal note, a little handwritten note of encouragement, or sometimes the kids will draw a picture. Um, and again, it, it, it's just a way of trying to both involve all aspects of the volunteers, but then to make a personal connection on the back end to remember yeah. that the family receiving it, you know, you never know what they're going through. So yeah. we want to hopefully be a light for them. So. Oh, I love that so much. Love that so much. You're giving us a lot Very, of ideas. We, yeah. um, we just Yay. Uh, wrapped up, a, we started kindness week at our college and we're, we're talking about next year and what we want to do different. We really want to integrate some sort of service aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, of it. So you're giving us a lot of good ideas. <laughs> so thank you. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I saw, you know, I, I went on your w- website and I saw like the merchandise you guys have in the shirts and, and the choose kindness message. Like, I love that, that, you know, it's, it, it, it both promotes your podcast, but also is just like a great message, right. To, that we can choose how yeah. we, you know, approach one another and, and, yeah. and how we interact with folks and, and we can always make that choice for ourselves. I love that. Oh, we love your merch too. Yeah, your merch is yeah. awesome. We are going to so include cool. a link to your merch store and your website and everything, of mm-hmm. course. Um, it, how can people support you guys, even if they don't live in the DC area? Is merch a good way to do that? Is sharing the message a good way to do that? What's the best way to support you guys in your mission? Um, all of the above. I mean, the merchandise I'll say is a hundred percent, everything, a hundred percent of everything we do, whether it's donations or merchandise, it all goes towards um, you know, towards feeding those in need. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a hundred percent nonprofit. Um, the, my wife does all the designing for the merchandise. So she, you know, sort of designs the shirts and the designs and you'll see some of them are her, she's an artist and she hand draws, you know, sort of like the designs for that. Um, but they're very, you know, they're, that's similar to yours. It just says, be the good, which I think anyone anywhere can wear. Um, a lot of them have our, you know, I love you, um, sign language sign, you know, again, just to, you know, 
who doesn't want to wear an I love you on your shirt. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, buy, buy, you can buy merchandise, you can donate, you can just spread the word or, you know, I mean, even if it's not under our, you know, banner, like find a way to contribute in your community, find yeah. um, some opportunities to help those who, who might be hungry, you know? Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. 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 Well, thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you for what you're doing. It's so awesome. And it's so inspiring. And it is, you know, without a doubt, making such an impact in your community. So thank you again so much. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for all the work you're doing to spread kindness. We certainly need more of it all the time everywhere. So uh, I I love that you guys are doing this together. And um, I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. I'm still feeling so inspired and motivated by Sterling's story and by Be the Good. It's just, it's really so awesome. And and the impact that they made on their community is so beautiful. Over 100,000 sandwiches made is like incredible. And it's possible because of the Marchands, but also because of all the volunteers that make it happen. And yeah. It's just so beautiful. If you want to support Be The Good, head to bethegoodproject.org for all the information on how you can get involved, how you can donate to the project. Check out their merch store. Their merch is beautiful and straightforward, simple messaging that I love and that anyone really, I feel like, can relate to. It's so, so, so wonderful. You can check them out on Instagram as well at bethegood underscore project. This will all be tagged in the description and in our Instagram as well. So hope you are feeling motivated and inspired by this conversation to get out and to try and make an impact in your community in maybe just a simple way. Maybe it's as simple as making a sandwich. Maybe you volunteer for a little bit at a local food bank or food pantry. Maybe you just reach out to some organizations in your area and say, hey, how can I best support you? Some organizations that you care about um, or causes that you care about. Anybody and everybody can make a huge impact and it takes all of us working together to to change the world and to to bring good and be the good in our communities. So that's our challenge to you today is figure out a way to get involved and to spread some goodness in your own community. All right, friends, take good care. We'll see you back here real soon. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Anna Waltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit AnnaWaltzLandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Anna Waltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.